1: Yeah Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee.
2: BioAnnoPower provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one-quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit bioanopower.com. That's B-I-O e-n-n-o-p-o-w-e-r.com or contact dealers nationwide welcome to the paddle and fin podcast network this is the final cast
3: segment with your host brad hicks and josh eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad welcome to the final cast This is the final cast.
2: I'm Brad. <laughs> it's Josh. What's up, man? What's up? Wearing some shades, bro. Yeah,
3: I just put them on just for the beginning. I'll probably take them off in a second.
2: Yeah. But it's a little bright in there. I can see your uh your ring, ring light. light.
3: <laughs> Look right there. <laughs> Note right there.
2: That is he cool. pointed at the opposite eye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on, man? Not much. We were slacking and we didn't find a guest this week. No, I'm just joking. We have a different idea for this episode. Yeah,
2: we're going to talk about uh, clothing, uh, fishing clothing, angler clothing, kayak clothing, whatever you want to call it. We can talk about all kinds of stuff, man, when it comes to that. Yeah,
3: it reminds me of that episode where we had on uh, Shay Tai from Atollus and you were talking about all the the fancy um, gear that people wear and looking good on the water
2: yeah or when you used to wear your pants you painted in for work, yeah
3: I should pull that picture up,
2: yeah dude. it's a good one um yeah, so for those who didn't know, I think I helped you get into wearing this stuff a little bit. remember, I was just thinking about that. I still have that shirt, yeah, so I've been wearing like you know performance I don't know what you call it long sleeves um for quite some time now um and so we'll kind of get into that a little bit but Brad got introduced to it because him and I went out fishing and I noticed he was always wearing cotton like just like a white t-shirt and awesome. some sh- yeah and some like uh khaki cargo shorts made out of cotton and stuff and I was like dude I was like you've got to try wearing this stuff I was like I know it's a little it can be somewhat pricey but you know, I said, when you start sweating, man, that cotton stays wet and just weighs, it feels like it's heavy and it's uncomfortable. And so I think I gave you that. I had that hook shirt with the Lowe's emblem on the back and gave you that hat or something. I don't know if I give it to you or sell it to you. I don't even remember. But anyways, uh, I really liked that shirt and I shouldn't have given it to you, but, um, it's still in here. The reason (laughs) I ended up well, there was a reason why I ended up giving it to you. Well, I wanted you to try that stuff out. But yeah. the other reason was is I didn't like the emblem on the back. Um, when I would start sweating, I could feel it.
3: <laughs> there, There's the outfit I wore before I, I, got,
2: <laughs> I got cool. <laughs> but um, that emblem feels weird when you're sweating underneath a life jacket or under your, your PFD. It, yeah. it, it feels like it sticks on your back a little bit, but... Yeah, so, which it's like, not—that's not a big deal.
3: To I, me, I don't it just
2: it. yeah, it just bugged me. I don't know why, but that's a good <laughs> shirt though because I loved how it was vented down the sides.
3: Yeah, here it is. Actually, I'm gonna pull this picture up just to show people on YouTube.
2: Right there. I don't see it. It's oh yeah, you can't.
3: Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's that it's that loose shirt you got me. Or, yeah, 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 uh, you, yeah. You gave me, but
2: yeah, Heck that's yeah, but uh so we're going to talk about sun protection uh maybe other couple things clothing wise or whatever that we found that we liked or what's worked for us so Mm -hmm. let's get into it brad are you ready yep let's do it all right so what let's start off with what is your favorite item that you wear whether it's a shirt hat Shoes, whatever, pants, whatever. What is the thing that you won't you won't usually go fishing without? I think you know the answer
3: already, but it's the NRS Varial hoodie. Good choice, good choice. Uh, I mean, M- Mark gave us get uh, he gave the whole team those things, and I was like, "Holy crap, these are awesome!" I-, I liked it so much that my my wife asked me what I wanted for my birthday one year. I was like, "I want another one of those." So I got another color
2: they are definitely a pretty awesome shirt i'll have to agree with you on it when mark uh, handed those out i was uh, pleasantly surprised because those things aren't exactly cheap Mm-mm. you know and you know i i'd never worn one before and with having the hood and the face shield built into it um i wasn't sure that i would like it right away yeah. because of the hood um and because of the, the neck gator built into it as well. Because I wear ne- neck gators, which is probably my number one favorite thing to have with me when I'm fishing. Um, and that's only because I started wearing those things actually not necessarily for the well for the sun, but for the bugs. But anyways, we'll get back to NRS. Uh, the NRS shirt, though, man, it is, um, it's great because... It kind of makes you sure you don't forget your neck gaiter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then one thing that I found with the neck gaiters is I tend to pull them down and then I'll kind of forget, pull them back up. Mm -hmm. And so what's nice is it's because I'll kind of after a while get not suffocated, but, you know, you kind of just get annoyed breathing through one of those things. It can be notorious for fogging up your sunglasses, Yeah. especially if you're dealing with like cool days. And, um, so that hood built into it is nice because you can put it up and get that protection on the back of your neck. You know, if you got the sun to your back and it just kinda, it's just kind of, it's just kind of a relief, a re- relief from wearing a neck gaiter, you know, but mm-hmm. nine times out of 10 though, I usually have got my neck gaiter up and that's kind of always been my number one. Yeah. You know,
3: I, I'm the opposite. I don't, I don't use the neck gaiter much. I use the hood a lot. And that's just because probably the most tan part of my body is my neck, actually. And it just gets super dark. Yeah, And uh, I'm glad I got into wearing those shirts because it was to the point where I would cook every weekend on the kayak and I would have sunburn every weekend. And it would hurt just laying in bed. I'm like, I got to do something about this.
2: Yeah, it's it's important. I mean, a lot of people kind of – give anglers who wear that stuff a hard time like oh look at you trying to go out look all professional or whatever but (laughs) you know like the main reason I started wearing neck gaiters was one for bugs because I am a magnet for mosquitoes and I did a lot of research into why some people are prone to it and why some people aren't because I have friends that I can go out and I'll get bit a hundred times and they got bit once and i couldn't figure it out couldn't figure it out and come to find out it has a lot to do with your uh chemistry i think in your sweat and also um i think it from what i kind of read and understood it had to do with like your body heat like how much yeah. heat you give off and <laughs> i am full of hot air <laughs> Uh, No, but seriously, though, like, I I think I exhale air at a higher temperature. And so what I found was wearing the neck gaiters helped kind of disperse that a little bit. And so it kind of kept the bugs sort of in check. Now, I've been places where they've been horrible. Like, I was up in Michigan once, and it didn't matter. Like, they bit you through your shirt. They bit you through your They bit you through the net gator. I had, I was killing them on the front of my hat. Um, you know, like I was getting bit through that hat. Yeah. Um, you know, through the netting, and it just didn't matter. Uh, they were just angry. But um, I, I felt like it, it helped somewhat. I, I can't say it's like 100% by any means, but I don't know what truth lies in that really. But, you know, so,
3: it, it, you're saying if I eat garlic before I go fishing, the bugs won't bite me because I'll
2: sweat it all out. I have no idea. That's not a bad <laughs> idea, but but like I've heard too, like don't wear bright colors. Don't, um, what else is there? Don't wear like cologne, you know, but stuff like that or something that's scented. But um, there, you go. know, yeah, there's Brad's and our, that was when you first got it. Yep, <laughs> um, you look like a ghost, really, in this picture. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. it's black, you're black and white in it, and with a wooden background. Yeah, but um, I don't know that that NRS shirt though, man. It's a very nice shirt. Um, at first, I was a little weary of it because it feels on the heavy side, but it actually works it really well. Um, and so if anybody is in the you know the market to find a good sun protection shirt. You can't go wrong with that NRS. Uh, what is it called? The var- varial. Varial, yeah. And um, it's got the thumb holes too. So I was going to ask can, you about that. You can put, you know, you put your uh, thumbs in there and kind of bring it down a little bit more over your hand. I I don't use that very often, um, just because I tend to wear gloves also. But yeah. I mean, the other thing with the negator, and this is all coming, we come down to talking about sun protection, right? And where I started to really pay attention, dude, is I started to get sunburn a lot. Um, I would go out and I would fish and I would get really sunburn on the top of my head. And for those oh, who yeah. know me, I virtually shave my head about as short as you can with clippers. I mean, I don't use a guard and the, the guard, is, uh, the actual blades themselves are adjustable too, and that's they're all the way down. So... I pretty much shaved my head without using a straight razor, right? So <laughs> I'd go out and I'd get sunburned on the top of my head and just deal with peeling. And um, and then I started – I had a, a couple weird little like sun marks or moles that showed up on my ears a couple years ago. Yep. And so I just kind of took it serious and started wearing that because I just – you know, skin cancer is serious, man. It's a Yeah, it, it spreads, spreads fast too. It spreads fast. It's very hard to control. It's you know, you, you get skin cancer sometimes it it's it's scary, you know. I know I've you're, known a few people, family members who died from it. So
3: Yeah. And they say your ears and your hands are the most prone to it.
2: Yep. And it's if you're an angler, I mean that's the part the worst part, man. My yep. hands my hands are always tanner than I've always been much more tan than the rest of my body is now because there's times I've forgotten my gloves, you know, by yeah. the end of the summertime, my hands are like super dark and then it stops right here. Yeah. You,
3: know? you probably can't see it, but around my hand right there, you see that tan line?
2: Oh yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> That's from my paddle and my fishing rod.
2: Yep. <laughs> and so gloves, I, I, I think two years ago is when I started really wearing gloves more often and it kind of helps also for me for paddling. Um, when your hands start getting wet, yeah. um, it kind of keeps my blisters at bay, you know? So mm-hmm. I started wearing, um, like, cause I'm, I, you, you really like those NRS shirts. Um, before we got those NRS shirts, I had accumulated quite a collection of Columbia PFG shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have them. I mean, they, I've, I bought a bunch of them because. I liked them so much and then I would find them for like they'd go on sale or, you know, they'd be discontinued colors or whatever. So I would buy them a lot um, just because they were kind of relatively cheap and they worked. You know, I wasn't getting sunburned uh, with them. They were they're super simple. I've got one on right now. It's got the little Columbia PFG on the breast right here and it just says it down the sleeve and that's it. Um, I like it doesn't stuff have, like that, though. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> have anything on the back, which was what I learned with the, the hook shirt that I got that I didn't like. Now, yeah. most hook shirts do not have something on the back like that. That was just one I bought through Lou's website when I was ordering. Um, I think I was ordering a, a reel or something I was like about that.
3: To say, wasn't that the rebate shirt?
2: Because I got um, another one from Lou's almost similar. No, the one of the well, I, it might have been at some point, but most of the time the rebate shirts I had offered were the uh, long sleeve tees, like the regular cotton tees. OK, um, yeah. but I think they did do one eventually at some point. Mm-hmm. But that hook, one, it was like it was just black or gray and it just said loser right here. That hook one was like a special one that you had to go into their merchandise, their store section. And it was, you know, it was like. Quite a bit, you know, like 20 dollars $20 more than the the one that yeah. you're talking about. um But I mean, I'm a big lose fan, so I was like, yeah, why not get one of their shirts and and it's a we- hook shirt, and I wanted to try that shirt out, anyways. So, but I've really just stuck with Columbia. Uh, I do have
0: hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
2: I either have two or three of the NRS burials. I want to say I have three, but I'm not 100% sure. I have. You have all the have, colors? No, I have two of the gray ones like you okay. do. But then I bought the Jackson one through Jackson's website. I was going to so, mention
3: that because Justin, uh, that's what he wears, is the yeah. the one that has the Jackson logo on the front.
2: Yep. Yeah. But I, I love those shirts too, man. Um, the only thing I don't like, but it's part of what is coming with this shirt. Is just kind of tighter, not tight, but you can feel it around the neck. And that's just because there's so much material there with the neck gaiter and the hood. But yeah. if you're out in the water, you're not going to really notice that because you're going to have one or the other up or both. You know, yeah. I can't do both. I've tried to do both. I will do <laughs> yeah. both um, if it's like really sunny and it's kind of cooler. But if it's hot out, it's like one or the other. I can't do yeah. both.
3: Yeah, I'm the same way usually. I don't really I don't really like stuff over my face most of the time, but I have done it, but not very often.
2: You but. should try to get used to it because one thing that I found with the neck gators too is that it helps if you can get your sunglasses to sit fairly close to your face and you have that neck gator up like right through here, mm-hmm. it helps block out some of the sunlight that wants to sneak in on in your yeah. peripheral. So makes it makes sense. your sunglasses work better. Like, you know what I mean? Like your, yeah. um, your polarization. So
3: the guy at work was making fun of me uh, last week's, I have like raccoon eyes going on right now. If you can see them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. It's usually, I usually have, have that. Um, and, but then I have, I always get a really bad white line on the backside of my ear from my sunglasses too. So, Yeah. Uh, going back to the gloves though
3: i've never been a big gloves guy but i, I do want to get into them i just don't know what kind to get i do wear the uh thumb holes on the varial hoodie but
2: what kind of gloves are you wearing and i am wearing super thin gloves so they're columbia pfgs i do not remember what the name of them are but they're the same material as a shirt if not a little bit thinner and so, so it doesn't really mess with sensitivity like i do have a pair of gloves i got from cabela's that i'll wear when it's colder outside Mm -hmm. they do mess with sensitivity a little bit because they have it's neoprene more Mm -hmm. and it's got like a little bit of padding in the palm but these gloves that i wear like in the summertime dude they're they're thin they're just like the material of the shirts so if they get wet they dry quick yeah yeah and they've got some like little rubber like studs on the palm like this rubberized stuff that's on the palm. They It does wear after a while. Like yeah. if I've worn the same pair for a season, you know, like it's, I mean, it's still rubber there, but you can tell some of them are starting to wear. The yeah. gloves are relatively cheap. They're not like super expensive. Um, and they're
3: fingerless, right? Huh? Fingerless?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's what I thought.
2: Yeah. So, um, that's cool. You know, if, I've, for if you're looking for like winter gloves, you know, there's obviously some good warm weather ones. I have not bought a pair yet to say, yeah, this one or this one's good or bad or anything. Me I mean, I have the ones that are from Cabela's, but they're really not good, like good, good cold weather gloves. That so.
3: that's gonna have to be another episode when we get closer to it because I've tried uh, Chris Yock's um, Silskins last winter. He wasn't wearing them. I was like, I'll try those.
2: Things yeah. are awesome, man. I love them. That's cool. Need to get a pair. They're just expensive. Yeah. But, you know, I've also found that sometimes, like, you know, if you spend the money on this stuff, uh, a lot of times, I can't say this for all companies, but, you know, I bought the PFG shirts m- m- I still have some of them and I can't complain, like saying that I've got holes in them or anything weird like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think like on this one, for some reason, this, um, uh, graphic on the arm is cracking. Some, yeah. but I have other ones I've had longer than this shirt and they're not doing that. Yeah. So I don't know if it was maybe a bad mix in the screen printing, you know, material, Mm-hmm. Uh, ink or whatever it was that, but or if, I don't know, it's hard to say. Um, maybe it's because this is a darker shirt and, and maybe the heat around it. I don't know, I have no idea. Because I have a black one, uh, a black Columbia PFG shirt, but I've never worn it like to, to fish in, um, just because I don't like wearing black when it's sunny out and it's summertime. So oh, I'm with it.
3: you. I like colors for sure. I've worn this one, but this is navy
2: navy blue. Yeah, I don't like – I mean, I have a lot of black hats, and I try to avoid it. Like pretty much you and and I are very much the same, in which you'll be surprised if you don't see me and Brad wearing gray. Yeah.
3: Gray (laughs) is my favorite color anyway, so it just makes sense.
2: But I tend to wear gray a lot. I have a light blue one. I have Mm – I mean, I have light blue, gray. I have this navy blue one. I don't tend to wear it too much out i have a couple like i have a digital camo one that's like navy blue light blue and white and gray mm-hmm. and black um i have a a camo one it's kind of a greenish color um, i don't want to get hot probably it's actually not too bad um, okay. it's not real dark so okay. um but if it is like if it is like it was today where it's 90 plus degrees <sighs> it's real sunny out yeah. Um, I will wear gray or my light blue one or those NRS shirts because those are gray, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. I'll, I'll try to avoid the dark colors. So.
3: I will say, though, like wearing this stuff, it's good for your skin, but you, you will get, you'll get hot wearing it, of course. So you need to drink water on top of this and stay on top of that water because I got off the water a few weeks ago and I got this pounding headache driving home and I was nauseous
2: the whole way. It was awful. Yeah. And you get you tend to get affected by the sun regardless anyways, like how much water yeah. you drink. So,
3: yeah, it don't matter how much I drink. I I don't know what it is. It's just
2: you might be sick. in constant dehydration. Do You do drink coffee. And so a lot of people kind of don't realize that, yeah, maybe you're drinking a lot of water on or water while you're fishing. But that doesn't mean you were dehydrated, weren't dehydrated to begin with somewhat. So you get out there and you're just you're actually in a state of dehydration trying to catch up but you never really do. Yeah, that's sweating might be. up, you know. I mean I I run into that case too because of work and you do work like I do where you you get sweaty all day, man, and I I drink water religiously mm-hmm. and if it gets hot enough like it was today, it doesn't matter how much water I get, I don't get <laughs> hydrated yeah. and I drink a shit ton of water, like a ton of water. Yeah. And it was bad like um, working in the steel industry next to this hot machine man and it didn't like I could drink uh, you know three quarters of a gallon of water through the night and I would still be peeing like like dehydration bright, bright yellow. <laughs> and like so I started to try to supplement some stuff that's when I started drinking uh body armor. Yes dude. and that These stuff awesome. would help help me out, man. it helped replace the stuff that I was losing. Um, I, and what I would do is I would drink, I would buy little ones, uh, the little light ones. And I would drink like one halfway through the first section of my shift. And then, but I would be drinking water leading up to it and behind Mm -hmm. it. And then after lunch, I drank some water leading up. I would pound one of those and then drink another, you know, water the rest of the night. And that's where I started to kind of get over it. But just. Dude, you pee a lot. It's hard yeah. to get – it's hard to stay hydrated like that, man. It is. It is. It really, really is because when you are properly hydrated, you'll be surprised how often you have to go to the restroom.
3: Oh, I believe it because I'll get home from work and I'll chug water, you know, and then like 9 o'clock rolls around. I'm like every 15 minutes it seems like. Yeah. It drives me nuts. But um, other thing yeah. though, don't chug one of those body armors after you're done at, out in the heat because you'll get sick.
2: Yeah. Um that's why I got into the light Sip ones. It. Yeah, definitely. Um or another good you can do this. If you're gonna drink one, you can pound it before you get out of the water. I I'd probably yeah. you know, that wouldn't be a bad idea, you know, because it's gonna kind of take you a while to get there. But yes. Or try the light ones. I don't know if you ever drink the light ones, Brad, but they're actually I like them a little bit better for hydration wise. Like I'll drink the normal ones, like, you know, just like at the house or whatever. Um, but if yeah. I'm going to actually, I'm trying to use it out on the water, I'll get the lighter ones. Cause they're not as heavy on the stomach.
3: i have so. to remember that. We need to reach out to body armor after this. Be like, yo, sponsor us. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> no, love that stuff. I, you
3: you turned me on to them and I'm just like, yeah, these are good. I, they, they do help
2: too. Yeah. Um, but so we'll go back. Um, the gloves I wear, like I said, they are, um, they're just kind of like the same material as a shirt. Um, uh, I love them cause they do dry quick. Um, they keep blisters down, keep my hands from getting burnt. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's as funny as you might look, you know, wearing all that stuff or whatever, it does help. It serves a purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not sponsored by, you know, by Columbia or anything like that. I just, I found something that was not super expensive. Um, and you know, like, and it works. So well,
3: we're lucky to live pretty, uh, close to a uh, outlet mall for Columbia too. So I, that's what I recommend. If anybody was wanting Columbia gear, find an outlet mall because they got stuff, the shirts you're talking about, like 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I,
2: when I used to go, I haven't been up there in years um, or down there from here, but um, I haven't been to outlet in a while. At the time when I was there, the PFG shirts were taking off real big and they weren't getting stocked at the outlets. Now, they might be now just because there's so many brands that are kind of blowing up like Hook and um, Afco and, you know... It, It's, um, who else is there out there? Sims, you know, and you know, the more snobby people get with their fishing clothing, you know, the more (laughs) high dollar they're going to go with it. So, you know, there's been some, so I, I don't know if they started stocking them. I, you know, the outlet store is great. You just got to be careful and watch what you're buying Yeah. because it is an outlet for a reason. And a lot of times they're getting defect materials and so, or defect shirts, But I'm just saying, like, check the size, try it on, see if you like it. Because I I bought something there that was supposed to be a large, and it was like a freaking medium, dude. It it (laughs) might even been like between a small and a medium. It wasn't even close. So, and and what sucks is I didn't check it. You know what I mean? So I I got home, pulled tags off, and all this stuff. I'm like, this thing doesn't fit at all. And I looked at the tag. I'm like, it says large, and Columbia large is you know Columbia's clothes kind of run on the bigger side, so.
3: That's why it was on, <laughs> on clearance.
2: Yeah. The tag was wrong, but, <laughs> um, you know, and that might've just been a slip up too. I'm sure they do yeah, some sort is. of quality control, but just, just check, you know, if you guys are doing the outlet stuff, go definitely try it on, see if you like the fit. So, but, uh, so what else do you like, Brad? What else is something that's, I'm just
3: going to work my way down now. So I'm talking about the pants here a little bit, which are Columbia quick dry pants. I see people posting this all the time, or I've had people comment on Instagram. Cause they'll see what I'm wearing. They're like, what kind of pants are those? I'm like, Oh, they're Columbia quick dry. I don't know the model, but if yeah. you go to the store, you'll feel it. Uh, you'll feel the material. It kind of feels real thin material. Yeah. So if you get, you get in the water, it dries within 10 minutes. I mean, those things are awesome. Uh, the thing that led me to getting those in the first place, well, two, there was two things. I w- I would get sunburnt wearing shorts on the kayak because these kayaks, um, I, don't, I don't care what anybody says, no matter what color kayak on, you're on, it seems like it just bakes the crap out of you. So that was one of the reasons why I went after these pants. The second reason was after hearing Aaron Steiger's tick story last year yeah. and every time we have to carry through grass it's just like that horror sound like going off in my head you know kind of like the E-e-e-e. yeah i'm just like oh crap i know there's ticks in there and it's that it always sticks in my head i'm like i do not want to get lyme's disease because after that show he was on with Brian, it was i was like eye-opening
2: yeah yeah, man, I got into wearing pants like that. I don't wear the Columbia pants, um, only, and it's not for any particular reason. It's just I'm a bit of a bargain shopper, so I've found I've had Cabela's ones. I've had, you know, like different kind of ones. I I think I'm I might own a pair of Columbia ones now, like that I that I got last year, maybe, or the like the right. And over like the winter time the year before. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a various, I have like four or five pairs. I have like a dark green pair and then like four khaki style ones. And it it doesn't matter where they come from. I've got ones that zip into shorts. Um, I've got ones that don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I have various sizes because of where my weights fluctuated. (laughs) Like my green ones are really big because I was a little chunky then.
0: Check out midwayusa.com.
2: Any shoes with it. They don't like those things. My green ones are a little bit bigger and I loved wearing them when I was in the pedal drive. Um, Cause not to sound weird, but dude, like when I had, it was in that Jackson, my pants would ride up, man. And just squish the shit out of my balls. So, sorry <laughs> for it, but dude, it just killed me. Like, like, and so those green ones were bigger. So it didn't do that. Like my other ones when i'd lost some weight you know like they just uh it was just awful but i hate that um, feeling i know exactly what you're talking about so um but the quick dry pants the reason i ended up getting into them originally and started buying them was from wade fishing yeah and i got tired of walking and running into nettles and stuff like that like And so I started wearing those and you still get pricked a little bit by the nettles, but not as bad. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, poison Ivy and that kind of jazz. So that was where I originally started wearing them, but it translated really well for, for protection because like you said, my number one places I got burnt for a long time, were the top of my head, mm-hmm. my ears, and then the tops of my knees. So
3: I have a funny story about uh, nettles. So me, Justin, and one of his friends from work uh, did a brand new float we never been to on the Little Miami River uh, up north. And uh, you probably know that that river is pretty narrow. Mm -hmm. We came came across the biggest log jam on a river I've ever seen. You could not go through it. So we had to portage around it three times. It had like a little chute to the left side. You couldn't really float through it because it was just too narrow Mm -hmm. and too sketchy. So we had to portage about a quarter mile around this thing. This guy is wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and gets poked by nettles. And I just hear him going, "Ow, ow, ow, ow!" I'm like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "There's something sharp poking me." I look over. I'm like, "Oh, there's nettles, dude." I feel so
2: bad. Yeah, and and where you usually see like. There, it's a field of them, yeah. And if you guys were portaging or portaging through uh, like an area that is not normal, like there's no trail, you're just walking through it, you yeah. Know?
3: That's all we could do. It, I mean, like it was literally this stuff was four feet high,
2: yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah I dude, I, I remember being a kid growing up, we used to go on a little Miami river and we used to go to this rope swing, and you had to walk through this field of nettles, man. It was just <laughs> unbearable i mean after a while you'll actually kind of get used to them if you if you walk through them enough like they won't bother you as much Um, i get more bothered after i've gone through them and they're still kind of burning and still there and the little Mm -hmm. needle's still there but a lot of times if you get in the water and kind of rub your legs off it'll kind of go away but still uh, burns though (laughs) yeah it can yeah especially if you go through like a bunch of them yeah but uh yep the pants are a good idea man so We've covered pants. Um, I don't like I said before. Particularly, it doesn't matter what the brand is. Um, yeah. oh, you know, you, if it. if you spend a little bit more, maybe they'll be a little bit more durable. But I can't always attest to that. You know, nowadays you could spend money and it not be dur- durable. So mm. um, if you want to try them out, I'd say bargain shop. Look at your clearance racks. You know, uh, I know like Field and Stream and Bass Pro Cabela's, they have their own brands and they sell this stuff too. And it's usually for a pretty fairly good price. So, you know, I've got, I mean, I've gotten some pairs of their pants for like 10 or 15 bucks.
3: Yeah. That's what I got yeah. my Columbia pants for at the outlet.
2: Yeah. yeah. So definitely check that out. So what are you doing now for shoe wear? What do you, what do you wear? Cause you're not much. I, I laugh. You'll send me pictures. I'm like, he's like wearing vans with no laces or something. Like <laughs> oh, that. those. Well, I only do that on my short
3: trips. I have Sperry's. That's that's what you see in some of my pictures. <laughs> and it's funny because I'll tag Sperry on my Instagram post and they'll like it. <laughs> but I, I, I only do that when I'm out for like three hours. But if I'm doing a float, I've started wearing NRS uh, WTB wet shoe, it's a neoprene boot. And that thing's awesome. I was telling Chris Yacht this, this weekend because we were wading wall floating. Uh, you get in the water, he's like, those don't get hot? and I'm like, no, because they hold water inside the boot. And it's like, yeah. it, feel, it feels good. Even if, after you get out of the water, it kind
2: of goes, it like suctions your foot to the boot. Why don't you bring up a picture of those so I can see them? I don't think I, I'm familiar. I mean, I'm familiar with the NRS boundary boots, like the ones that people wear in the wintertime.
3: Yeah, these so, are different. But I do wear these in the
2: wintertime too. I've gone through so many different kinds of shoes for fishing and wading and kayaking. It's been hilarious. I mean, I kind of started like you did. I started wearing, I wore old tennis shoes. um, And I kind of started wearing like one thing I got into and I, I still wear them to this day. So for a long time, they became my like kayaking or fishing shoes were like trail running shoes, the vented kind. Mm -hmm. So, cause the water would get out of them fairly easy. Yep. But I would, just, I would destroy them in no time, man. It would just fall apart once I was consistently getting them wet and they were drying out. Yeah. And, uh,
3: <laughs> I had a pair of uh, old LeBron shoes, like basketball shoes that I used to wear in the river. <laughs> yeah. And they fell apart so fast. Uh, but I,
2: I, I, what I didn't like was always getting rocks. I hate getting rocks in yeah. my shoes. And I weighed also a lot when I kayak fish. So, And these are good for the rocks and the
3: sand and everything. They, they keep all that stuff out oh, because they're fair. eight inches. They're like an eight inch uh, boot kind of. Yeah. And then your toes protected here. Uh, so you're not, if you kick in a rock, it's not going to hurt. And you got some thick material to walk on. So when I'm walking on the riverbed. you know, I'm not feeling those sharp edges poke through the sole Like I did
2: with Nike's on or whatever. Right. Right. Um, how do they feel sec- secure wise? Does they feel like they stay in place real well?
3: Oh yeah. I mean, that adjustable strap you can tighten it down as much as you want then you got a zipper on the side and then there's like a little cuff inside kind of too so it it feels pretty secure i like those things and right here 70 bucks i mean yeah i've posted about them quite a few times
2: I, i love these boots those are pretty cool i like them um i wear a pair of um so i got into sims footwear um when I was shopping originally for some waders, um, the Sims waders were just kind of out of my price range. And I found a good pair of uh, Reddingtons, which I think is made by Orbis. I can't remember offhand, but mm-hmm. um, I, w- I bought a nice pair of waders. The first time around I ever did, I, I got the Field & Stream special with the Field & Stream boots. And it did, it only lasted like, Not even a year, and I had holes in the booties, and those boots fell apart. So the next time around, I was like, All right, I'll spend a little bit more money. Um, I bought the Reddingtons, love them. I still have them to this day. I've had them for like four years now, Mm. five years, no leaks, nothing. Um, When I bought the boot, though, I was like, All right, I'm not going to skip on the boot. And the Sims G3 boot actually went on sale, and I bought a pair of them, and I loved them. they're just big. So eventually, like I would wear them sometimes in the summertime. If I knew I was going on a trip and I was gonna get out of the kayak a lot, I would wear them. But they just they're heavy because they're made, it's made, it's a wintertime kind of boot. Like, you know, you can yeah. wear them in the summertime, but they it's kind of overkill, in my opinion. So yeah. But what I ended up doing, Brad, is I bought a pair. Sims came out with something called the intruder boot. And it was a wet waiting boot and it's like a neoprene boot with some hard plastic, like stuff around it to make it look almost like a regular boot. Hmm. Um, but it's kind of not real hard plastic. It's flexible still. It's just, it's a hard, it's it's a weird material. Um, but it's kind of pliable, like, but I love those boots. I just screwed up and I, because I wanted a black pair, I went with the felt sole. Oh yeah. It had tread on the outside, the lugs on the outside of it, but the center of the sole was felt. And I, that's how, why I busted my ass the first time we went kayaking <laughs> was because that boot had mud on it. Yeah. And I slipped down that hill. And um, But I love those boots because they were relatively light. Uh, it had the neoprene in it. So it cuffed real well around my upper ankle so it would mm-hmm. keep rocks out. Um, it had a good tread design. It, the outer shell part portion of it was tough, um, yet somewhat flexible still. So like, you know, like I did, didn't feel like I was wearing something I couldn't move my ankles in, but it kept, uh, kept me from bashing my toes on rocks and stuff like that. Uh, but I got tired of slipping all the time. The boot was great, but it's, if I had to walk on mud, it was awful. Yeah. Um, so I bought a new pair, which was like the ones that, that the intruder boots, the ones I was just talking about were kind of like a mid level boot. Um, I ended up finding Sims came out, they got rid of the intruder and it came out with kind of a different version that looked more like a hiking style boot, almost kind of like what their waiting boots look like, but a little bit on the lighter side. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's a low top type of, looks like a hiking shoe with a neoprene, mm-hmm. uh, booty in it. And that's what i've been wearing lately um i will wear flip-flops from time <laughs> to time um i just i get burnt on the top of my feet a lot yeah uh, but I'll, if i'm gonna wear flip-flops i always try to make sure i have sun you know but that's yeah. when i wear those is when i'm getting out when i'm on a boat do- you know boat launch you know i'm not gonna be getting out of the kayak or anything like that to be wading around in the water it's funny you brought
3: up that story about you slipping on the bank because that same trip I was wearing flip flops and we were doing a float, and that was awful. Because I remember when you fell, my flip flop slid off my foot and my foot went into the river. That could have <laughs> been dangerous
2: because if I would have stepped on a rock or something, it cut my foot or glass, you know, like there's always glass or a stupid
3: there. needle or something. Yeah, you know? we're in
2: Dayton. That- that little walkway that we took that day, it, remember that big piece of steel that was in, buried in the ground right there, too? Yeah. Yeah. Because I see people scratch their kayaks on that thing. They're like, gouge your yeah. kayaks real bad. So, yeah. um, and it's kind of hidden. Like, you don't really notice it until you trip over it. So, you just never um, know. But I do, I love that new, uh, enter, or, sorry, not interest, that new Sims. Um, shoe that I got. I don't even know what the name of it is to be honest with you. Um, it's pretty sweet. It's um, you know, Sim stuff is expensive. So I think I ended up get finding it on sale somewhere through like one of the random outfitter websites, but right. it's um, it's a good shoe. It's pretty durable. So um, I did get a shoe and I think it was Jay might've had a pair, but I think it was Matt ball was talking about it he has that nrs oh, shoe yeah. that looks kind of like van style shoe almost yeah. like a, between vans and converse and i love that shoe and that shoe is like the perfect shoe for pedal drives mm-hmm. um, if you are gonna be on the lake it's great um the only complaint i have with that shoe is it is just like vans and if you do not wear socks with that they smell <laughs> so bad i bet like, Was it, I think we were at, yeah, I think I had them on when we went to, um, uh, Dale Hollow when it was me and you and Milford and Justin and I had to put them outside because they smelled so bad and I could still (laughs) smell them outside. Like that's how bad they were. Hey Milford, here's your cheese. Right. (laughs) That was like the third time I ever worn those things too. But you just, you sweat in that canvas style shoe, man, and it just holds it and it's ferments in there. I don't know what it uh, is, dude. It stinks is. so bad. Uh, you, you but hit I it. love that shoe though, man, because it's so light and it's flexible, man. And you get going on the pedal drive it's just it's awesome. It's yeah, flat and, on the bottom, you know. So
3: yeah and you hit it, you said it's the perfect lake shoe. And I I, I always go high top with uh my river stuff just because you know I I have a weak ankle. I I've rolled my ankle so many times growing up. It's it's shot now so i'll be walking down the street and i'll roll my ankle something stupid so i gotta have that high top
2: but for a lake yeah i could see those being awesome pedal drives and everything um but i know there's just so many options now so you know if you guys are looking for a good shoe get out there try them on see if you like them Uh, ask around about it see what people's experiences are with them um you know like it's what one person may like though you may not like so just kind of try to gauge like is that what i'm looking for in a shoe yeah like i know i know i think mike had these relatively cheap water shoe things man and he loved them man you know like he was wearing them all last year and he's like my feet are never wet they dry out real quick but i mean it's not it wouldn't be a shoe that i would be comfortable with wading around in a river in. but it was great yeah. for you know launching your kayak you, you can step in water it's not a big deal you know you ever seen
3: those skeleton shoes Mm-mm. the ones where it has like each toe has its own little sleeve like a glove
2: oh yeah yeah they were real popular <laughs> back in the day with um like crossfit people and stuff
3: yeah i always thought that would be like a pretty good
2: shoe to wear like on a oh, pedal drive no can't <laughs> do it no protection at all man yeah yeah I like the flat surface like that's it like that's why I like that NRS shoe so much Um, you know it's a flat surface so like you kind of and it's like real grippy on the pedals Um, Mm -hmm. like and and not say like my Sims ones that I have aren't but they're they got the nubs on them so they kind of feel weird on pedal drives.
4: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's kind of personal preference. Get out there, you know, um, just be cognit- cognitive of, like, basically, you know, how much sun is your body getting? How much sun my hands getting, my feet getting, you know? Oh gosh, those things are so ugly. <laughs> I hate feet. Yeah. I don't like feet. I'm not a foot person, so like- I'm not
3: either. My wife makes fun of me because I can't. I can't even stand my feet being touched. Like we we just bought a tens unit for our feet. It's like electrotherapy. Those things therapy. are a hundred dollars,
2: dude. <sighs> yeah, you know, that's it looks like a pair of gloves for your foot. Yep. But um, I don't know what else, Brad. What else can you think of?
3: Uh. Well, we were going to do a sunglasses episode but i'm i'm not really going to go into them i know people have their sunglasses just make sure they're uh you know uav protected you know 100 percent.
2: that does help yeah uh yeah brad and i've been tossed around the idea of doing a sunglasses episode uh we're not trying to aim at a brand or anything and like this sh- this episode isn't really necessarily brand specific or anything. We just kind of, this we're talking about the stuff that we've used. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, you know, just try to make sure there are a lot of cheap knockoff sun shirts out there. Um, that aren't, uh, they're not very good for, you know, sun protection, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I don't know if if there's stuff that's coming from overseas or what, but there's some that I've gotten. It says that they're like, you know, SPF rated, whatever. And you can see through them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about this shirt. Like I won't wear it like outside. Like I'll wear it around the house. It's comfortable. It, you know, it's real light and I don't sweat profusely in it, but, um, just be wary of that kind of, you know, Make sure you're getting something that does what it is advertised, you know. Um, I've actually heard of
3: guys getting sunburnt through some of those shirts, you know. Yeah.
2: Which is it's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how that I've never I've never gotten sunburnt through the NRS shirts I have I or either. this one. I mean, I even have the Yak Attack bright orange one. Mm-hmm. like i've worn that one that's a good shirt um the one you could order through Yak website it looks like construction orange you know yeah. you look like a construction cone i love that shirt man that's like that was my favorite shirt to wear when in tournaments because i wanted to be seen by boats you know that's a good idea but um the fish could probably see you too <laughs> it's so, bright. Yeah. It's so bright
3: somebody told me that when i bought a red kayak they're like you're gonna hate it fish you're gonna see i'm like 2 years later I'm like yeah that was further from the truth. I've caught some of the biggest fish I ever caught in the river. Nah, I uh,
2: <laughs> I think there's truth in that but I don't think that it's necessarily going to scare them. Yeah. Um, you know I don't you know they may see it and be like oh and they might kind of but they might get used to it and you know what I mean like they mm-hmm. see it And then, whatever. I don't know. Like, maybe if you catch a bunch of fish, the fish in that area will be like, all right, the guy in the red kayak's back. (laughs) But. Um, like as far as like a red kayak floating overhead, I don't think it would matter whether it was yeah. green, black, yellow. I think the shadow is what's going to scare them. Yeah. Not necessarily the color of your kayak. Unless, um, unless unless
3: it's your kayak they're sitting under, then they'll sit on there and somebody will catch a fish off off of you.
4: Right.
2: Right. Or like, <laughs> I think a lot of times, like if you're banging around a kayak and you're sending like vibrations, that's going to scare them more than yeah. the red color is, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh yeah so i mean oh. i got go another ahead. topic real quick do you use sunscreen at all yes um but not when i'm wearing like if i'm my like geared up mm-hmm. and i got gloves on and stuff i won't put it on um because i'm wearing gloves i am I mean i wear gloves pants neck gaiters you know i got hat on sunglasses i'm pretty protected man um it is a lot of times if I decide I don't want to wear pants today, I'm wearing shorts. You Mm -hmm. know, if it's that hot and I really don't want to deal with having pants on, I will put sunblock then on my, on my legs or whatever. So
3: are you ever worried about the scent at all? I know like my dad is, he's kind of weird about scent and stuff when he's fishing.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, overall, yes. Um, unfortunately I chew tobacco and so, I tend to wash my hands off in the water all the time because of it. Hmm. And when I'm fishing, I'm trying to stop and doing good and then like slowing down. But unfortunately, like I've always heard tobacco is a really bad one, like a really bad thing to have sent on your baits. Yeah. The fact that I use chewing tobacco or dip, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it's liquidy then at that point. So yeah um i tend to wash my hands off the bad thing with sunblock is though is they're so waterproof now like you'll try to wash your clean your hands off you don't really want to do that in the water anyways yeah you know what i mean because it's a foreign substance you know like you like if you go backpacking or something like that they really kind of harp on hey if you're going to clean yourself off in the river you need to use like this kind of soap don't use regular soaps and if yeah. you do use regular soap you have to be so far away from the the river and stuff like that, that you know um, Which,
3: this is stupid the stupidest thing i've ever heard talking about since i i've heard of guys
2: in the chesapeake bay spraying their baits with wd-40 how stupid is that that <laughs> is and it but here's what's weird is it's true for some reason i have I no idea why because guys do it at Kaiser Lake trying to stripe or fish or catfish. Ah, and it's the dumbest thing because it's a petroleum <laughs> product yeah. that you are purposely putting in the water. And it's, yeah, it's really dumb. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. And if Just you want uh, to hate me on it, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I work in enough steel factories, automotive type stuff for so long to know that wd40 is you know yeah. of nasty for the environment it's yeah flammable so yeah <laughs> yeah if you will if you want to scent your bait to just bring a can of like chicken liver because strike bass love that too for some yeah. reason <laughs> I mean to be honest with you though you got to be careful with all that stuff because you know like the dyes like I I I've been known to dye my baits. Um, I stopped kind of doing it. That stuff's got its acetone. Yeah. You know, literally. there's a ton of acetone in that stuff. So that shit's weird, man. If you get it on your clothes, like you're you're chartreuse for a while. Yeah. You know, like it's hard to get off your hands. And I was laughing. I don't know if you saw the post where the guy got it on his boat, and he's like how do you get this out of the boat and everybody's like you don't dude." <laughs> like, jeez there was a couple guys who actually knew of a way to get it out. I can't remember it offhand but some guys are like, oh you just you, that's you know highlighter carpet now or whatever yeah um, but you know just you know take it serious you know if, if you don't that's your choice obviously fish you know if you want to be be comfortable. Um, I know wearing this stuff at first can be uncomfortable you do get used to it but brad made a good point on a post uh what was it your post uh protected skin is cool skin something weird like that what did you say yeah
3: that yeah that's exactly it. it's true though because if you pull up your shirt your your skin's gonna be a lot cooler than if you were not wearing that shirt i, I noticed that even though you feel warmer your yeah. skin is cooler
2: yep and um It does, it does help wick, you know, your sweat away. If you get wet and you're out there and you're wading, you dry quickly with this stuff. So it's got a lot of benefits. Um, But, you know, just do what Brad said, though. Do make sure that you're hydrating through the day um, because it's kind of weird, like, because the moisture wicking stuff works so well, like you kind of almost forget, like, that's your sweating. Sometimes, you know. I mean, you'll know that you are, but you won't be noticing like you were if you were wearing a cotton shirt underneath your PFD or whatever. Yeah. Which, and wear your PFDs, people. <laughs> yeah. I wear mine. I wear mine. Josh, always. wears his? I don't. I. I dude. I've been known to be wearing it when we get out and we're walking around. So. Which
3: I understand, like. The Chinook gets hot. I understand that, but
2: there's, you know,
3: there's there. other options
2: out there. There's inflatables
3: and stuff, you know, whatever. I got to try uh, one this weekend. I think I'm gonna buy one.
2: Yeah, I, I've, um, I've always thought about getting one for the summertime specifically. Yeah, you yep. know, uh, going back to the Chinook when it gets cold out. So, yep, exactly. But anything else, dude? Hats? Wear hats, whether they're. I- Ball caps. If you're gonna wear ball caps, put a neck gaiter on. It'll save your ears. Your ears are like the number one target, man. Yeah. The tops of my ears. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna have to get these checked out. You know. So, mm-hmm. and I've been wearing neck gaiters, Brad, for quite some time. So this stuff happened a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it kind of happened quick. So, and so- I always
3: hear like once you get those freckles, you got to be extra careful after that. You yeah. know. So, just something to think about.
2: Alrighty, dude. Anything else? Not off the top of my head. All right. Cool episode, man. Um, if you guys ever have any ideas or ha- you know you guys want to hear about a product or our opinions on some fishing-related stuff, just shoot us a message at Paddle and Fin. Um, if you got a product you might want to showcase or whatever, shoot us a message at Paddle and Fin. Uh, me and Brad both have access to the, uh, the Paddle and Fin Messenger. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just shoot us a message through Facebook Messenger and we'll see it. Uh, That's how that's how uh, Kayak Ventures app got got a hold of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, Um, yeah. What? um,
3: Oh, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. Man. Whatever. Was it about (laughs) the app? No, it was about Messenger. Products oh uh this, this episode was somebody wanted us to do this episode so they reached out to us they're like you should do that it'd be a good idea so okay. yeah if you guys want to hear something let us know
2: for sure thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys next week see ya
1: thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin don't forget to go check out our website at paddle the letter n finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the
0: jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. I'm Will Cooper, host of Huntstand's Make Your Mark Podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Huntstand Presents. Anywhere, anytime and on any device
1: through the blackwater bayous and in the dark louisiana night floats a duck camp alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of cajun cooking For in the morning, from the mississippi delta in venice to the cajun prairies of the southwest me and the duck camp dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all
2: this is Doug Camp Dinner.
1: Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.